Hello and welcome to season three of Podcast Avito, a Big Brother podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and joining me as always are my brothers, Terrence. Hey. And Owen. Hey guys, I'm Owen. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, we will be recapping, discussing, and analyzing every episode of Big Brother season 21. And with that, let's get into the recap segment of the show. Hashtag, but first, we've got to talk about the new house guest, guys. Let's go in order. Let's start with Jackson. Yes, we're right off to the races here. We have our first house guest, Jackson, and he is filling uh, uh, a Big Brother stereotype, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, all of these people do fill a stereotype, <laughs> but Jackson especially does. Yeah, I wouldn't expect anything groundbreaking in terms of the types of people this season, and Jackson's the first example of that. He's from Nashville. He is somewhat terrifying he has a very strong jawline he likes guns they let up yeah i was gonna say they let <laughs> off with a clip of him shooting guns <laughs> and um he seems like a typical alpha douchebag i think we should get ahead of it here do we think we're gonna end up calling him jackson or mickey throughout this is mickey gonna catch on i think mickey will catch on because everyone's gonna call him that but there's something about jackson that just fits He's a, he's a total Jackson, but yeah, it, it's going to be like Fessy. I'll, he was Fessy from day one. True. Right. I don't even know Fessy's real name. It's like Fessel. Fessel. Oh. It's, not, it's not that then different. Then I did. I do know it. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he's just he's the guy with the square chin. That's that's really all there is to it. He, I mean, I have a really square head. He has the squarest head I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's the Cody uh, of this season. Yeah, he's um, just like the Hardo. Yeah, the Hardo, the guy who, um, you know, is going to the house already feeling like he's a threat and everyone's going to be coming yeah. after him because he's so handsome and uh, a physical competitor and whatnot. Yeah. He and, presents everything as, like, fact. Like, he knows how handsome he is and he knows how much smarter and how much more athletic he's everyone. It's just a fact. And you're going to have to deal with it. And to speak to his Hardo-ness, his life motto is, Anything in life worth doing is worth overdoing. Moderation is for cowards. <laughs> I actually fundamentally disagree with that. I'm, I I'm a agree. big moderation guy. Yeah. yeah moderation is important, but it's not important when you're shotgunning beers, which apparently he can do in under two and a half seconds. I would say once the podcast takes off and we get him on the show, I should challenge him. I, I was at like 3.1 last time I checked. I think I can get <laughs> down a little bit. I was going to say, I mean, that's the one thing I'll give him. It's pretty respectable. I, I could beat him. I think he's exaggerating by like a full second. Terrence, you've been out of college for a while. Oh, okay. No, it's, it's like getting on a bike. I never could have beaten him. Not a very good shotgunner. It's one of my few talents. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, Owen, my favorite quote from your wonderful graphics, which can be found on the Podcast of Vito Twitter account. It's also on the Facebook. And the Facebook. At Pod of Vito. P-O-D-O-F-V-E-T-O. <laughs> is... Honestly, nothing seems too difficult that I couldn't endure it. <laughs> it just It's one of those except, sentences that technically makes sense, but also makes no sense. Except for being camp counselor, which he didn't ask for. He didn't ask for it. <laughs> After asking for it. <laughs> um, right. I think that's all there is to say about Jackson, which is shocking because he's sort of the guy who's gotten the most camera time uh, in these first two episodes. But we, we were saying that it doesn't feel like we have a lot to go off with some of these people. He's going to burn fast and bright. Yeah. It's going to be like a really great three weeks of him being a psychopath, and then he's going to be gone. He may have gotten the most camera time, but it's like 
I know who Jackson is. Yeah. We all know who Jackson is. There's no world where he's the guy we don't like on day one and do like on day 14. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That would take a lot, yeah. right? It would take a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, who's next? Moving on to Nicole. Nicole, she cracks me up. I like Nicole, yeah. I mean, it's nice to have the sort of resident, you know, quote-unquote geek uh, player be someone who's actually likable and funny. Shout out Johnny Mac. (laughs) It's one of the best things that Big Brother can do is when they have a likable nerd player. And it seems to be every other season. Last year, um, I'm blanking on who it was. Steve. Scotty. Last year was Scotty. Scotty. Not likable. Year before, Johnny Mac. Likable. Year before that. Johnny Mac was further along than yeah, two years ago. further along than that, but point still stands. Really? Yeah, there's always yeah. someone. There was um, I thought it was Steve who won like five years ago. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I was going to say it was Johnny Mac, then Steve. Or were no, they in the same season? I want to say. No, there were seasons between them. There's only one ever. Actually, I think they were the same season. You know who I think filled that I, role I two think seasons Brennan's ago right. was Ramsey's. Randy. Yes, Johnny Mac wasn't wasn't nerdy. Johnny Mac was like a goofball. <laughs> he was a dentist. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like Nicole. She's a big fan of unicorns. I mean, frankly, who isn't? She was drawing a Pegasus. Um, in her fun facts about herself, she says, "I was a bit of a terror when I was young, and I guess I still am. I locked my parents in the basement because they wouldn't tell me what was in a bag. I called nine one one on my parents because they didn't get my way." And I unscrewed the lug nuts on the upstairs toilet and practically flooded the kitchen to name a few incidents. Just a jokester. Wow. <laughs> when I when I made these graphics, I tried to keep it like as related to the game as I could and as bite sized as I could. All of her stories were like that where they were too long winded, or it was like, Oh, she likes drawing. So like my one of my biggest takeaways was she was platinum blonde in college. <laughs> I like that. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> cool. Just a little bite-sized fact about her. I see Speaking her bite-sized, she's very tiny. <laughs> I see her favorite house guest is Paul from BB18 and 19. Why am I blanking on How are you Paul? blanking on Paul? Oh, Paul. Dude. Oh, Paul. <laughs> Friendship, come on. I was thinking Paul E. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no. God, He's no. no one's favorite house exactly. guest. Exactly. No, oh, no, hell no. Still, Paul, not a favorite. Works oh, with preschoolers. Paul. I think that's significant. Um, the first of multiple, <laughs> multiple tough New York accents. She has a New York accent? Long Island. It's I not, didn't even it, remember Hers that. is not as pronounced as uh, Tommy and Christy, but it, it's there. Everyone has an accent that just somehow turns into a New York accent. <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to like pinpoint Burroughs, and <laughs> we're having the conversation during the show. And it's like, no, it's just is, New York. Okay? Is this a north of 88th Street? <laughs> I don't even know. It's a Dunbo <laughs> accent. Okay, so where are we going next? Moving going to on. another New Yorker. To Tommy. Tommy Bracco. Tommy Bracco. Bracco. At least, I, I just assume that's how it's pronounced. What, what is about his last name that you guys insist on calling him Tommy Bracco? <laughs> he but, sounds like, I mean, it sounds like a character from The Sopranos. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, okay, when yeah, we're going over to Tommy Bracco's house. Yeah, when I first saw this, it was like, oh my God, Tommy Bracco. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the strongest candidate for accent. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's it's brutal. Um, yeah, so he is a Broadway dancer and like a legitimate Broadway dancer. He's working. <laughs> He's working. He will show you how high he can put his legs any chance he gets. Um, Wouldn't you if you could? No. 
(laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Oh, well, you know what? No, I take that back because I'm like the tall guy who, growing up, touched every single doorframe as I went through it. Yeah, I mean, that's... So it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he basically fills the role that uh, someone along the lines of Natalie filled from a few seasons ago every time they cut to her before a competition. Yeah, she did always do do that. She was a cheerleader. (laughs) If you're a cheerleader or a dancer... That's just what you do. You don't clap or cheer. You just stick your leg above your head. Hey, man. It's a a fraternity. Now, as a Broadway dancer, you'd think you'd have to be well-groomed, but he's never paid for a haircut in his life. It's wonderful, I'd say, right? He's got a normal haircut. Yeah. Now, do we think he bought his own razor? Like, is his mom doing it? What's happening Oh, yeah, someone could be doing it for him. Well, yeah, someone's doing it for him. He doesn't have long hair. What do you I think it just no, falls no, out? No, some people just buy their own razor and they do it. Tommy Bracco sheds. Yeah, I have a buddy who just did did that last week. He's like, yeah, I just cut my hair before I came over. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's, That's the actually, thing I've ever heard. I hear a lot of people, especially women, say like, oh, I was I cut my hair this weekend. <laughs> I could never trust myself with doing that. Me neither. I'm a psycho about my hair, though. I'm afraid of scissors. Every three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. And he wants to, his game strategy is to be the Italian mother of the house. Is that a good strategy? No. I mean, it won't help him win. If he can cook that way, I mean, that's a great strategy. He seems to be a likable guy. It seems like he's getting along with people, so. Yeah, I think he has a, he's going to play a very unique role in this game. We'll get to that a little bit later with all the different, some different aspects to his game that he probably wasn't expecting. Absolutely. Let's move on to Catherine, which we, we, yeah, we can't decide. Is she a cat? Well, I, she seems I, like I she'll she go by cat, cat at some point. Yeah. Mickey keeps calling her cat. Then I'm in. <laughs> Mickey and cat. Um, she was Miss Fort Worth. She works in social media. She hired a photographer to follow her around. <laughs> She's a real gem. Worst case scenario, I mean, if she gets voted out early, we can hire her to run our Twitter account. Ooh, that's a good point. Um, she once won a poker tournament without knowing how to play. <laughs> Which I think that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, th- that's just not provable enough to be a perfect lie. That's along the lines of uh, Barney on The Price is Right from I Met Your Mother or something <laughs> weird like that. Um, yeah, I mean, not much to say about Catherine. We- um, her One of her quotes from her bio was, if I don't have my phone on me at all times, I start salivating at the mouth and experiencing withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> Typical millennial. Yeah, so if at any point you start seeing brain liquid coming out of her ears, you know you need to get her a phone fast. Um, last season with Swaggy C, we said he's a day trader, which means that he just has an E-Trade account. She's a digital marketing executive. Does that just mean she runs her Instagram account? I think it might be that. She has like a lot of like really ridiculous like kind of like flexes as her fun facts. I've been tweeted by Kim Kardashian. It's pretty cool, I gotta say. That's pretty good, yeah. Um, she has her student pilot license and has flown over the Hawaiian Islands twice. Interesting. Impressive. Uh, she won a dance competition in Bogota, which could easily just be like some random competition at like a bar. <laughs> But the, yeah, and she's the been, Holiday Inn sponsored, <laughs> and she's been scuba diving with sharks, not on purpose. With, with sharks? Oh, you got a New York accent? Oh, hey, he's been scuba diving with sharks. Sharks. <laughs> Terrence has been we watching too no. much BB season twenty-one. We cut that. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, that's all I have on Catherine. Um, 
I also have a conspiracy theory on Catherine later, so we'll talk about that. All I got to say is that she looks like someone, but I don't know who. (laughs) She does look like someone. Someone famous. That's been the case for a lot of these. I think she looks like um, uh, one of, well, you guys were too young for this, Um, one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriends in like the mid-2000s. Oh. uh, One of the girls next door. That TV show. Bridget. That's what she looks like. Bridget Marquardt, I think her name was. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's your. I'll agree for the sake of it. Was no? Was it Bridget or Holly? Uh, I remember that show. One there of them. were three of them. I, Kendra. Okay, Kendra. I know who Kendra is. Dancing who was the, the main stars. one? She was. She was like the main one. She was like the leader of the pack. I can picture him. I don't know. Holly or Bridget? I don't remember which. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, next up we have Ovi. Ovi is a college grad. Ovi Trice. Um, he went to. University of Tennessee and was his class president and his strategy is to focus on jury management. It's a good strategy. This guy is like a total wild card. I think I like him. I do too. He could literally be anything. I have no idea. But what was interesting is if you look at his bio, he has put so much thought into his strategy, like I think he has an actual chance of winning. I agree. Um I think he's going into the house like one of us would go in if we went in. Strategy wise, he's yeah. thinking about all angles. Nice guy, gonna seems get along nice. with people. Seems pretty normal. Someone who can get along in more than just oh, he's just the nice guy type of way. And yeah, I agree. He seems to have a real idea of how he wants to approach the game, and it's the way that we would advise, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he may be a college grad, but he as well moonlights as a uh, digital marketing executive with. The Instagram account Mowgli the Corgi, which has 3,900 followers. If you're looking for that, it's M O W G L I T H E C O R G I I. Thank you. Two eyes there for Mowgli the Corgi. Link in bio. He says that he can freestyle rap better on any beat, which is a very strange sentence, but I guess Can you repeat that? I can freestyle rap better on any beat. What does that mean? Are there people who can freestyle rap on only certain beats? <laughs> I don't know. In, in, in relation to who, I don't know, but he can do it better okay. on any beat. Give him a beat. I always thought freestyle rap was a, if you can do it, you can do it on any beat. I think that's the idea behind it, but with a name like Ophi Trice, I mean, it kind of comes naturally to him. What frat do we think he was in? I, I don't know anything about frat culture. Neither do I. <laughs> he was in a frat, though, right? Oh, He's wearing sure. a Hawaiian shirt. To start off, well, he said, I once threw one of the biggest parties at my university and had to call the cops on my own party so I could get everyone to leave. Now, I have some friends in college who did that exact mo- exact move, and it's like totally genius because you say, like, Oh, yeah, the people downstairs for the party, I can't get the people out of my house. Can you come? Yeah, get, get the kids <laughs> out of here. It's a great move. Um, okay, I, you know, the only thing I'm wondering, class president, is he one of those people who. It's like, oh, yeah, we used to party all the time, but he was the class president. Kind of, you know, not as cool as you maybe think. I think right you, know, now, you know what I'm saying? Ovi thinks he has the world by the balls. And he's like yeah. in that like beautiful like year and a half time of his life where like he's just a fucking man. He <laughs> presumably graduated a month ago. Correct. So I hope he takes advantage of that bravado and does some some big things in the Big Brother house. Best time to be on the show if you're someone who doesn't really care about your career going Catch me there next year. (laughs) I remember real early on, one of the 
first few seasons, I remember there was a college student who was in college who went really far. I can't remember his name. Real early. Real. Well, Steve, who went to Fredonia. Well, did. yeah. Um, gosh, this is a remember. long time ago. Yeah, I don't remember who. We talked about Nokomis. Remember Nokomis? Anyone? Nope. Nope. I don't. Nokomis and Cowboy. Her straight. Her uh, strange brother that she met on the show. Was that the Evil Dick season? Might have been. That was because a great because that was like a bring back a strange family member season. It yeah. probably was. That was a great great season. If that's not a plug for CBS All Access, I don't know what is. Maybe we'll <laughs> get it eventually. Um, next up we have Kemi. Kemi. Oh, Kemi. Kemi is a self-proclaimed mean girl who is currently recovering from her past life as a mean girl. <laughs> uh, that she decided to take on this new life like two months ago, it says. Yeah, and she said it's been hard. <laughs> Kemi is one of those classic people, and this is also a Big Brother stereotype, where they think like the best thing you can do is like be honest, and they use that as like a badge of honor and, and an excuse at the same time to say mm. whatever the hell they want. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen anything, you know, too egregious yeah, yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if it ends up being borne out. But just based on her saying that, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I think she is going to convince herself that, like, uh, she is being, like, singled out kind of like Sam did last season mm-hmm. because – I remember she made her joke after people were impressed with her being a marketing strategist, and she said, like, oh, it's just pushing papers. And then it was Diary Room. She was like, no one thinks I'm funny. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't a good joke. (laughs) Um, Her strategy is to focus on relationships in a similar way as Casey, winner of BB20, which, as the resident Casey fan, she's doing it all wrong. She didn't campaign to not be one of the four people, which we'll get more into later, but if you're going to focus on relationships, that's relationship one. Yeah, Casey's game was predicated on being able to have relationships with everyone while being in the background, and I think she focused too much on the background as opposed to the relationships. Exactly. Everyone liked Casey, and then when it got to the point where they split into factions, she did that. But speaking of relationships, she writes a private blog about her past relationships that might be kind of interesting it's like sex in the city can someone get us a password into that well speaking of her past <laughs> relationships she says that she has a miniature dalmatian and she gets stopped every five seconds to answer the same questions about him and she never gets tired about it because my ex would say that i love the attention and i can't argue with that he bought billion for me so he's a little he's a little bitter to have spent that much on a dog to become my ex only two weeks later. Whoa. Cheers to being a woman. That's what she says. <laughs> so did so, he spend a billion dollars on this dog, yeah, do we think? He spent a billion. A billion. <laughs> okay. Um, well, no, we also have to point out her life motto, and I would just like someone to like explain this to me. You get more with honey, even if the honey is artificial. I think you're overthinking this one. It just means... You don't have to actually like the person you're trying to be nice to. Does it mean that? Do you yes. agree, Terrence? It can be fake niceness. There, there is a like a saying that starts with "you get more with honey than vinegar." Vinegar. This is just this really stupid. <laughs> uh, it's stupid, but I get it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, she's she's interesting. She like is is kind of all over the place because. While she talks about like casting her boyfriend aside right away and saying things along the lines of 
Most dates are horror stories, so why not detail a first date that involved a guy telling me there are only two types of women, pay for play or wifey? Um, she also says that if you are someone who sh- like she likes, you can do no wrong in my eyes. I don't see anything wrong with it. My friends call it toxic and enabling. I call it seeing the best of people. So she may as well may like be a really good alliance partner, ride or die. I guess. <laughs> or she could totally like cut you in your sleep. That sounds bad for her game. <laughs> she trusts everyone she likes. <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, I don't know if she's shown to like anybody yet. So if you're that True. one person. All right, let's move on to some extreme horse girl energy, Holly. <laughs> she is a sommelier, which Owen didn't know what that was. No, I didn't. <laughs> and But she's also works on a ranch, so she's a cowgirl. She's a fancy way of saying that she has a part-time job. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she's a wine safari guide as well. She gives wine tours on Sundays. I mean, it's good work if you can get it. <laughs> that, like, broke Terrence's brain. <laughs> Terrence, like, let me tell you about these wine tours. <laughs> I feel you've been on a few. I have. Um, not my speed. Uh, my main move is, since I know nothing about wine, it's not that I don't like wine. I just, like, don't know anything about it. I couldn't tell you anything about if it's good or bad. You'll just drink it if it's in front of you. Well, I do that. But what you got to do is you need to act like you're actually doing something. So you do a swirl. And then... It'll like start dripping down the sides. You talk about the body, the legs. You talk about the legs. Yes. You say, oh, look at the legs on that. And then you just chug it because yes. it's not like I'm going to get anything else from it. Owen has no idea what we're talking about. All I can think of is there's a line from like the office about like, yes, this has like an oaky afterbirth. <laughs> yes, that's like the go-to line for I don't know anything and I'm on a wine tour. I've definitely heard that when I've been on one of those. What do we got on Holly? Um, Going through Holly's bio... She just kind of seemed like a good person to me. <laughs> um, 31. What the? Yeah, she fosters dogs. She grew up in Wyoming, taught people how to fly fish. Um, the only bad thing is she hasn't really watched Big Brother. I know. She rolled off a 30-foot cliff in a pickup truck and survived. Wow. Who's the girl a few seasons ago who's... Got hit by a train. Got hit Becky. by a train. Becky, yeah. <laughs> Becky... This isn't fun. Her, her but this face. isn't funny. Becky stuck her face out and got hit by a train. <laughs> I, it's not it, funny, no, but she's fine like, because her her head should be splattered on the ground. It's like, insane. I don't get it. And she just had like a, a scar on her lip. I just didn't get it. Insane. Oh man. Um. She also says she used to go down the Oregon Trail every summer to cover wagons. So it turns out it's not just a video game. It's a real thing. She didn't get dysentery. Apparently not. She said she wore a bonnet on her head when she did so. Okay. Why did she clarify that? Do we know? Uh, No. I mean, maybe she got interviewed. I have no idea. Oh, and the one <laughs> thing with her not having watched Big Brother, that means people won't see her as a threat because she's not a super fan. True. She strikes me already as being just level-headed, which is a huge advantage in this game. If you're like one of the three sane people in the house, you have a good chance. The only thing she has to watch out for, well... Don't want to get into spoilers. We'll get into that when we talk about Wednesday's episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe, you know, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll talk about it. I don't know. All right. Let's talk about Jack. Jack. (laughs) Just Jack. (laughs) I like Jack. Jack seems like he would be a good time. He looks like Aquaman. I thought his online bio was horrible. There's nothing to it. He's a man of few words. Um, Because really, all you got to do is look at him and you're fine. (laughs) We're going to call him Jack Mimosa, right? 
Sure. The the exact quote Jason was Jason Mimosa. Right, but which which do we Jack Mimosa? Well, let's call him Jack Mimosa. Okay, let's do that. Jack Mimosa is. I don't know if I'm I'm on board with that. Why one. not? <laughs> we'll see. Um, because he kind of you know it, it fits because he doesn't really look like Jason Mimosa. He kind of. Like, I think he does. It's like a Halloween costume. <laughs> no, I think he kind of does. You know, he's you, just like not. He's like not as like Hollywood. Jack Mimosa. And <laughs> That's what he is. Groomed. I don't know. His, I think it's a pretty pretty good doppelganger, actually. His uh, life motto is keep it simple. He kept his bio simple. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And one inconsistency I noticed in his intro video, he said he's a photographer and videographer. Then CBS.com and his introduction to the house guests he said he was a fitness trainer. So I which already, is I already know what he is. He's he pro- a fitness YouTuber. He probably doesn't want the house guests to know that he's a photographer and a videographer because they might seem as a, uh, a threat. David actually uh, <laughs> already had people. that corner. <laughs> a lot um, of social media influencer. Man, maybe things. maybe Jack could get hired by Cat. I mean, it's it's how you yeah. end up on this show, right? I mean, is it be being like an online person? Yeah. Um, but, that's why I have a chance. Yeah, that's why Owen's, Owen has a chance. Um, when he, I was watching with a group of people last night, and when he said he was from Tampa, we're all like, "Oh, okay, everything makes perfect sense now." <laughs> it just all came together. Jack Mimosa, there you have it. He's a dog named Layla. Really cute. Yes, very I do remember cute. That. Yeah, uh, he's gonna lift a lot of weights with. Mickey, <laughs> so should be a good time. Uh, I think of the uh, brewing Mickey and Jack uh, bromance. I guess I think Jack is going to be the more likable one here. There's oh, always the more easy, likable easy. end of the bromance. It was, last season, Winston was Jackson. Brett was Jack Mimosa. Yeah, exactly. Jack yeah. Mimosa, baby. <laughs> it's growing on you, isn't it? I, I like him. He's one of the few. That no, right I away. like him, but Jack Mimosa. Oh yeah, no, I'm just saying. Like off the bat, he's one of the few. Where I was like, I think I like that guy. I agree, but I could see him being a candidate for the guy we like at the beginning and don't like on day 14. Uh, yes, absolutely. All right, moving on to Christy. Christy, what do we got on Christy? I also like her. I like her too, but I um, can't think of anything to say about. She's her. got a lot of personality. She owns a boutique. Um, also New York accent. And um, I was getting she, really strong Long Island medium vibes from her. Staten Island, so you know, close <laughs> enough. Um, she just got out of a long-term relationship with a much older woman. Much. Hold on to that detail. That's important later on. Um, and she describes herself as um, like like a serious overachiever. So she thinks she's going to do really good in competitions. And you know, we'll see if that that bears out. She went into with her strategy about using her sexuality against the men, but is openly lesbian. Like the way she worded this was very confusing. (laughs) What she was trying to say is that, like, she actually, I I don't even know what she was trying to say. I I tried really hard when I was reading this. When I was reading it, I'm like, I think oh I think I got it. We need to see. Oh wait, no, I don't. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what she's like. I thought initially she was saying that she wasn't gonna be openly lesbian, but rereading well, maybe it, she's bisexual. Okay, quote. Well, I plan on using my sexuality as a major social advantage. I'm going into the house as the 
openly feminine lesbian. I will use my femininity. I don't think I said that right. And charm. (laughs) And charm to easily persuade and subtly manipulate the men. I think it's just a, you know, she's saying that. She's She's just saying guys are dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Which, I mean, we are. (laughs) Um, Well, good strategy. In terms of being bisexual, she dated men for nine years before discovering that, quote unquote, I just don't like them anymore. Lol. So, um, (laughs) I don't know if she identifies bisexual, but she has. Um, There's potential relationships on both sides. Um, I like Christy. Yeah, and uh, I think she like has like the right temperament to be a good competitor. So agreed. And it seems like the house guests like her so far. From the little we saw, in like in a non-threatening way. I don't think Mm -hmm. anyone is like overly freaked out by her. Yeah. Um, Next we have Sam, which I don't. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember who Sam is, but now I do. He a is voice. a truck driver who sounds like Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Um, This guy is, what was it, two seasons ago? Do you guys remember Jason who used to hang out with, um, was it Sam, Um, the Filipino girl? I'm oh, oh yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah oh yeah and he was he would like give her like piggyback rides he was married and yeah he broke and he, like, uh, broke his leg or something yeah. like that. No, he broke a contestant's leg gosh oh he broke Christmas's Christmas yeah oh god yeah so good times on the BB memory train um <laughs> but yeah Sam is a lot he's got like a really ridiculous like somewhat tribal tattoo that he loves <laughs> and um. He's a truck driver. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else you want. I, I think that's all you need. I'm just interested to see what he's like when the meth wears off. <laughs> <laughs> he's not from West Virginia. He's from Pennsylvania. He's a truck he's... driver, though. Yeah, um, I suppose you're right. He wanted to bring his Yeti cooler into the house to, quote, keep my things cold. Why didn't they let him? <laughs> <laughs> that might be my favorite quote so far. <laughs> Dude, the, this guy's fun facts are so small town. It's unbelievable. I've been used in a recruiting commercial for one of my driving jobs. Check. I was once interviewed by our local radio station. Check. <laughs> I was a model of the week in the Weekender magazine. Check. I mean, that's like small town living right there. That's that's about as good as it gets. He's on the top of, what is it, Mountain View, Pennsylvania? Yeah. Is that where he's from? He's only 31. He seems older to me. What's funny about him is, and I noticed, like, if you go through these files they ask who's your favorite big brother cast member who would you guess from the past is his favorite big brother cast member spencer oh god <laughs> oh that that's just me no spencer clausen how do i remember that i don't know he uh, had a controversy oh yeah he did yeah <laughs> i don't know tyler no derek oh. all the guys who are like in their 30s and fancy themselves to be smart are like i like derek because he like Played in the background and like really well, wasn't good. Don't at anything, we like but... Derek? Well, oh yeah. yeah. If I was on there, I'd be like, I like Derek. <laughs> I'm, I'm like you Derek's know. your big, your favorite Big Brother player's favorite Big Brother player. I mean, let's be real. Like my next way to get on this is as like the somewhat overweight mid thirties dad. Like <laughs> that is my next step. So you wearing know. like a uh, sweater vest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to the <laughs> intro. <laughs> Maybe I'll have a sick tattoo by then to show off. Hey, I'm Terrence. I've got this tribal tattoo that I love. <laughs> it says podcast and veto on it. <laughs> All right. Um, Isabella. 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 Oh, man. She's a lot. I Is- think she 
she's a wild card because she's a wild card. I agree. Initially, some of the more bombastic people, you you either fall in love with them right away or they're annoying right away. But then it can flip. In I have an no opinion yet. Really, same. Did you know that Isabella has a mom? <laughs> that was so. Did you notice? Scripted, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but like every fact she has on here about herself is about her mom, and like time she lied to her mom. She says, "I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, but I didn't tell my mom because for spring break when I asked her if I could go with my boyfriend, she said no. So I went anyway. She still doesn't know. I told her I went to my best friend's house, and she would call my best friend Cassie." And Cass would say that I had diarrhea and was sick and could not get to the phone <laughs> for what? I'm assuming at least a week, right? If you're going yeah. around Kilimanjaro. Her strand- you couldn't think of a better excuse than diarrhea. Diarrhea always plays on. She no, has TB. But like you can, you can find a way to get to the phone. I oh, think. true. Her strategy is bribery, which I'm not really sure how that works no, in the Big Brother every, every single one of her things, for the most part, was a joke, which I think is good. But if you want to win, you got to take yourself a little serious. She's going to yeah. bribe people with under the table food when they're on slop. I've got the PBJs. Two for one she's sale. Gonna, she's going to be interesting because I do get the impression she was like very sheltered. And looking at some of her facts and things like that, I think she's going to be very opinionated. I think so we'll she was very sheltered, up. but has already gone through like her wild child phase. I, I think she's going to be a content machine for us because not only did she have a great moment when she got hit in the face with yes. the paint, but you can see her visibly think when she needs to think. So she was standing in the room when people were campaigning, and she's like, wait, I thought, but but he was over there. And, and she talked to me. <laughs> you could see it all playing on her head. She got hit by the door. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting because she described herself as having two sides, Issa and Bella. Issa being the conservative, you know, mother's daughter. I was thinking then, uh, 21 Savage album. Exactly. <laughs> and then Bella being the wild child who has 13 tattoos. So Bella, I was thinking Twilight. There you go. That was my Rorschach <laughs> test of Isabella's name. <laughs> I don't... I cannot... If you made like a half dozen references about Twilight, I probably wouldn't get any of them. I know almost nothing about twilight as well but i know her name was bella i know that that's all you need i know robert pattinson is gonna be batman the batinson (laughs) there you go all right let's keep this moving next up we have nick nick is a guy he's a therapist from new jersey um Just to get ahead of it, he is my front runner for least favorite house house guest so oh, far. Yeah. Oh, oh, we I have, don't have an issue. We have intrigue. <laughs> intrigue. Um, just because he <laughs> Nick Macaron. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, go just on. looking at him, you can smell the cigarettes on him. His haircut is really bad. See, my take on him is he's the guy who shows up to pick up basketball in a a uh, a tank sweatpants rolled up and you think he's not gonna be good but then he's really good yeah right he's just got like a wet jumper (laughs) um his life motto is you have to live your life like you only die once which is a fact um now we should see if he wants to talk someone i've been thinking (laughs) owen's owen's thinking about the quotes on such a high level that they all sort of make sense, but then he gets so wrapped up in his head. Okay. He doesn't know what's going on. No, because technically if you say you only live once and you only die once, you're saying the same Both thing factually. Same. 
but I think it has a different connotation. Well, they you're do. saying you only live once. It's like, oh, live life to the fullest. You only die once. Be careful, guys. Yeah, Yodo, bro. Actually, that's a good point. <laughs> Yodo. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's all we've got for Nick. I I like Nick. Um, he seems like a nice guy. I'll, I'll talk know what about else. him later. Yeah. Um, next up, let's talk about Jessica. Oh, Jessica. A lot of personality. Um, she lists herself as 30-ish. Which so that's means, late 30s, guess. Means she's at least 38. Maybe yeah. 41. <laughs> at least 38. <laughs> um, and she's a plus-size model. She spent a year as a gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> she, like, just traveled the world with no money or living for, like, a year. I was going to say, like is that, that like, a, a rum springer for Amish people? My favorite little tidbit on your graphic, Owen, does not believe in ride-or-die mentality, which just means she's open to open relationships. <laughs> she's yeah, not really. monogamous. <laughs> um, and then we might as well talk about the other tidbit on there. Doesn't use deodorant because her armpits don't swell. Oh, no. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. That's um, Poor girl, she has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but not sweating under your arms. That's huge. <laughs> But, but, but she can wear light gray. Well, but I, here's the thing: <laughs> she does, and her husband just told her that. Oh yeah, you're you're great, honey. You she's not married. No, yes, she, no, no, she's she married. Is. Well, then how the hell does she not believe in ride or die relationships? It, she said that in relation to best friends. So context is always important. Well, I didn't have context on this graphic. Well, I pulled hey, we make these graphics. <laughs> look, look, we make them for clips. This okay? is this is for Big Brother. How often do you hear people say "ride or die"? Well, guess what? Jessica won't be saying it. Well, I, I guess I was just pulling an Owen and overreading. <laughs> um, you know, early reactions is that I feel like she has a chance to be one of the players because she seems to uh, be liked by a lot of the house guests and uh, be pretty good at talking and campaigning. And I'm going to go the other way. I think she's going to be an early casualty because people will say, because she seems liked, Well, I agree. they're going to try and take her out as soon as possible, even though she's probably not actually a threat. Yeah, I agree, but there's a chance. You took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, she has like the leader mentality. We'll see if she can actually do anything about it right next up we have annalise which i actually walked in the room when owen was making this graphic and i was wondering why the graphic said analyze what's her last name talavera <laughs> yeah it's like wait why are we analyzing talavera okay good joke <laughs> <Dang>! <laughs> why are we well, well you know uh, what let's analyze it right now <laughs> Oh, come on, her name's spelled like Analyze. That, I, that's what I tweeted. I said Analy- Annalise, <laughs> spelled like Analyze, with an S. I must have missed that one. Um, <laughs> she only eats cheeseburgers plain with ketchup, which, like... That's not that weird. Pre-crime. At me. <laughs> well, I mean... I've, <laughs> heard, that. I've heard weirder things. No, I, I, I think I don't see what's weird about that. But you know what? It was a fun fact. And frankly, I mean, that's a fun way to eat a cheeseburger. Think about it. She could be lactose intolerant. Boom. Well, now it's not weird But she anymore. eats the cheese. What? She says, I eat my cheeseburgers playing with ketchup. So she doesn't have like lettuce and tomato and onion and relish. So she's not lactose intolerant. Uh, she might not know about it, but <laughs> now, she, she wonders why she gets stomach aches sometimes. These graphics... <laughs> Sounds like my life. 
these graphics <laughs> and like majority of the tweets it's really just kind of like the live feed for what i'm going to be saying on the podcast <laughs> because i make all these so i'm giving up all <laughs> your material and um i just no ketchup ketchup on barbecue items as in only ketchup is questionable and i'm gonna die on this corner <laughs> interesting Owen's ketchup shaming I mean, you're, Ke- okay. No, you I think because like <laughs> I think hot ketchup only ketchup oh, on see, a that, hot dog. I, I think that's weird. Only ketchup on a hot dog is grounds for imprisonment. <laughs> I don't go that far because I think people overreact to things like this. But gotta put we have a podcast for a reason, bro. <laughs> um, I think Annalise might be our candidate for like the person who we hear say something like once a week. Um, be, she just seems like really boring and got no screen time. And it's too early to say. Well, listen to her fun facts about herself. They're all just very mundane things about people. I cannot start my day without a cup of coffee. Me neither. <laughs> wow. I, um, I only eat my cheeseburgers plain with ketchup. I like to collect pennies with their heads up because I think it's good luck. I feel like you're reading Hello? Instagram. <laughs> I feel like you're reading Instagram posts from the Betches account. <laughs> I think. I think Annalise is actually going to take the Natalie role from Celebrity Big Brother where for the first three weeks, me and Brendan will have her in power rankings because <laughs> we think she's pretty. <laughs> oh, 100%. And she's a college athlete. I think, I think no, you know what? I see with you guys, that's going to be Holly. Easy. Uh, I'm more of an Annalise fan. Okay, interesting. Um, her favorite, uh, two of her favorite house guests, one of them was Tyler from last year. Not surprising, but just a callback to some great house guests, uh, Danielle and Dick Donato. So just classics. Evil Dick, his oh. daughter Danielle, two great competitors. Um, do we have anything else on her? She played college soccer. Did you see the clip where like she's just like standing in place and like elbowing people and kicking a soccer ball? <laughs> no, I was like, that is that how they play college college uh, soccer? Is she a club? Soccer uh, player? Might be. I don't know. Okay, no. It says college soccer star. That is her occupation. Wait, is she getting paid? We might need to alert the NCAA here. She's that's, 22. She, she probably that's her occupation. Yeah. Hey, we don't, we don't narc star. on college athletes. Yeah, well, but like it said, Ovi was a college student, but he graduated. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle this podcast <laughs> Ovi getting lost sanctioned. his eligibility. <laughs> I don't think I can handle the podcast getting sanctioned and losing any scholarships. The podcast? You guys are not rolling with this joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when I made the anal- analyze joke and you just looked at me. You guys need to understand more about college athletics and re- recruiting scandals. I know all about it. <laughs> we'll save that for the college athletics and recruiting scandals podcast. Yes, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have David Alexander. He went to school with the Migos. His strategy... Nice. After saying that he absolutely has one, he clarified that he is actually going to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, finish the quote. Of all the strategies for me to pick to read without having read it first. After saying that he absolutely has a strategy for the game, he clarified that he's actually only going to watch two seasons of the show and then determine one. <laughs> of all the strategies to read. <laughs> so Gotta oh, say ex- I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, yeah. Basically, he, he gets a really distilled understanding of the game and then just makes a, a decision from the start. He's, he's fun fact. 
I have perfectly aligned teeth, even after my wisdom teeth came in. This is very rare, and I am one of 8 to 10% of the population to have perfect teeth with wisdom and no braces. Wow, sick brag. Are you part of that group? Um, You know what? I've been looking at my teeth recently, and I used to think I was, and now I think I've had some shifting because of wisdom teeth, but I don't know. Did you, you, tell did me, you get your wisdom teeth taken out? Got, I think one taken out, and the other ones didn't come in, or at least haven't yet. Hmm. Stay tuned for uh, BB Season 5. or Can't whatever. relate. <laughs> season 24. Um, he has never owned an automatic vehicle and has been keeping it old school with manual transmissions. Okay. Um, Love a gra- guy who can drive stick. He's a big fitness guy, CrossFit specifically, mm-hmm. PR every day. He lost like 200 pounds or something, or like 100 pounds or 50 pounds. Like He, he lost, lost pounds. Weight. <laughs> yeah, he lost. <laughs> Terrence just said pretty much every amount of weight that he could. Somewhere from be 0 to pounds. 200 pounds. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, this this guy, uh, he's 29. He's 29. So there you go. All I, right. I think that's it on David Alexander. Well, I, it won't be it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Lastly, we have Cliff Hogg, the third. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his last name's Hogg. <laughs> Cliff Hogg basically looks like a hybrid between Dick Cheney and Rex Ryan, who wears a cowboy hat. He's... If you didn't that's, know, that's exactly accurate. If by you way. didn't know from his name, he's the third Cliff Hogg, which means there were t- two other Cliff Hogs. <laughs> Sounds like a college offensive line coach. <laughs> yes, <laughs> more like the holdback guy, and he's the token old guy. Um, so <laughs> he is a Texas A&M Aggie, following in the uh, tradition of many Aggies that have been on the show uh, last year. Haley, Haley our, uh, our fave. What's with the, uh, yeah, what's with that pipeline? I, I don't know, man. We were talking about recruiting earlier. They must have something going on with those Clay. big producers. Clay, yep. Clay Do Honeycutt. <laughs> Clay Honeycutt. Uh, third string uh, outside name? linebacker. Yeah. Um, Kissed Shelly on like day 40. <laughs> yes. They laid in bed together for a solid eight weeks. <laughs> and ooh, Wow. When... <laughs> so I you made like you were gonna say. I something can't even there. handle the connection they had. Um, one of his fun facts is that he can say the alphabet backwards, which is like a really subtle way of saying he's never gotten a DUI. So, uh, well, Cliff. I'm not surprised he didn't get a DUI because he learned to drive at age seven. So he's probably pretty good at. Yes, it. absolutely. Um, I was expecting a little more ferocity from him, but no, not really. Not not the offensive line coach character. I wasn't here. getting any ferocious vibes. Yeah, from no, him. he he seems very like another goofball. But you know what I'll say about him is he like he didn't want to lay down and just like die like true like freakazoid. He's a fighter. He explained his his life experiences as though he is like Leo DiCaprio's character from Blood Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> that guns pulled on me in the Congo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about someone that stuff. waved a machete at my face. It's like, geez, he slept under a bulletproof blanket. Which I, is that? Is that a notable thing? That sounds like a John someone? Wick item. I don't know, yeah. but it definitely prepares you for getting hit with more balls you've ever been hit with in your life, <laughs> as we will talk about. I wonder if <laughs> bulletproof <laughs> blankets have the same effect as weighted blankets. Probably. Oh, uh, anxiety reducing. Yeah. By the way, guys, like if just like little unpaid uh, advertisement here. Weighted blankets are amazing. They're only good in the colder months, though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not wearing a blank, weighted blanket right now, but they're pretty great. But I think you probably reduce even more anxiety if it's bulletproof because you can't get shot. That's a fair sleeping. point. <laughs> Unless someone just takes the blanket off. 
It's bulletproof to a point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into more uh, more of a recap of the events of the show. So as as you know, Big Brother's motto is expect the unexpected. So we started off with an early, not so much a twist, but something that you see in Big Brother from time to time. Some people know each other. I was, so they revealed one group of people who knew each other. Yeah, Christy and Tommy. So, and a very fun connection. <laughs> Christy's ex girlfriend is related the much older to Tommy. One. We don't know how. Could be his mother. Could be his sister. Could I, be. I actually anything. think it's his mother or something. Very possible. It seems too close. Significant because she I, calls him Thomas. Right. Yes. Yeah, she she had a few bad giveaways. First of all, Thomas. That was a big one. And then when they first met, she like waved at him like, "Hi, like I know you," and said, "How are you." Instead of like, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> I I think it's his mom, which is insane. Because I assumed it was his aunt, but then I mean, how much would he really care? <laughs> We're not breaking <laughs> any news. Here. I was gonna You're say like, how close are you? Yeah, absolutely. It must be super close to home. Um, I thought Tommy did really well when he first saw her, as if he had gone to the acting academy. He did a good. <laughs> Did you go to the acting academy? <laughs> Stay tuned for that segment later in the season. <laughs> like, for real, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I was expecting more from this. Tw- like, I don't know if it's like an official twist or a weird coincidence, but I... It's just, uh, they just banked a final two type, or secret two pair. <laughs> so, someone I was watching with told me, um, and... Oh, secret person. He it was Shelly. Um, <laughs> he nailed it. He said um, when they were doing the introductions, he's like, "Cliff is Catherine's dad." I was like, "I could totally see that." They're both I... from Texas, right? I mean, because but that was after Julie had already said, and maybe certain people know each other. Uh. Catherine's from Texas. Yeah, Dallas. She was a she tried out for Dallas, Texas. Uh, or the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. She's a Mavericks dancer. Oh. Was she on the show? Uh, the, the Cowboys, Cowboys show? Who knows? That was, that's going, I'm pretty sure that's there's like a pipeline back. from that show to Big Brother. I think or you're least, thinking of Melissa from The Bachelor. I, th- I, don't, I think I'm no. right. No. Didn't the twins go out for it? Am I making that up? Mid- Ooh, potentially. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, my God. We didn't get picked. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> Which which one actually like they lost Jerry Liz. <laughs> yeah, good Austin Smith <laughs> that was like the whole thing that was a cool twist I wish they had something like that going on I agree that was a great they've twist. already done that twice how many times can you do that twist I'm no, pretty sure no, they pulled I, it like early early it doesn't early have on. To, it doesn't have to be that twist just something similarly significant and tough to pull off just to open True. up the uh, BB time capsule think about how wild the twists have gotten i remember years and years and years ago when one of the big twists was that it wasn't even really so much a twist but there was a hidden room that they never told anyone about and then someone just found it it was the gold room yeah i remember that that was cool that was really love that stuff well it's kind of like survivor with like the hidden idols or whatever right there's frequently a hidden room now but they kind of expect it yeah um speaking of rooms in the house what do you guys think of the new layout now a little bit of a like disclaimer here apparently people online hate the house which i don't get yeah, i know the first thing i said was 
I like the house. I like the camping aesthetic. <laughs> I like the ladder. It fits the summer vibe. I, I don't know. I, I don't see what they're saying, but I, the ladder is very cool. And they were complaining about the HOH room, which I don't think we've seen yet. So Yeah, I have no opinion on that. Because just to reiterate, we're not live feed guys. Right. Especially Brendan. <laughs> That's the whole point of <laughs> Podcast of Vito is we don't... We're this watching it with everyone view. else. This is a bird's eye view. We're watching it with everyone else. I mean, I... Even when I don't like the house, I get over it within like the first episode. You the know? only problem is, and I think it might have even been last season of Celebrity Big Brother, when it looks really weird, it's just annoying for your eyes. <laughs> yeah, what is always the most jarring like 10 seconds of the entire season is the first time you see the new background in the diary room. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, God, what is that? And, and that's like always super just bright. blue. No, it's always different. Sometimes it's been green. It's Really? It, yes, and this one has the BBs on it, which is new. Um, but that first time is always like, whoa, what are we looking at? And then you get used to it within like 10 seconds. <laughs> Terrence's biggest issue is l- the color blue. <laughs> Just assaults I his I love eyes. the color blue. I think I wear the color blue very well. Um, Everyone wears the color blue well. Well, yeah, you know so you're what? not special. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no exception. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other twist we got was the camp director twist where – Pretty early on, Julie dropped a bombshell that they would have to elect a camp director who would have significant powers, which were unknown at that time, just that they would be safe. Yeah, it said they would be safe for the week, an unknown power, and they would have an ability to affect the HOH. Right, yeah. So three components to it. Um, Which led to a pretty interesting um, sort of dynamic where people volunteered and then campaign started so let's talk about the volunteers okay now i thought the campaigns were some of the most interesting things in this cliff blew it he could have come out like he is he's the sage here he's the old man let me lead you youngins i <laughs> think that would have gone over worse than what he actually yeah, did. no 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 <laughs> i'm i'm more thinking cliff should have just said something more than oh the the old guy gets targeted. The best part about that was people reacted. They were saying, yeah, valid, true. <laughs> <laughs> I see your point. I did want to vote you out, Cliff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how people reacted. It's true. Uh, who was next? Um, I don't remember the order it went in. David. But David did put his hat in the ring. And Jessica. He didn't do anything significant. Jessica, I thought, had a great opening campaign by just saying, like, yeah, I'm level-headed, Libra, Libra squad. Do you guys know what that means? Catherine's a Libra. I mean, like, just astrology. No, I know, but, like, what does being a Libra indicate about her ability to be the camp counselor? Now, I don't know, but people in that house know. That's why it's significant. That's why they're on Big Brother. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, it was just an immediate plea to all of the women in the house, and it works. Well, we thought it worked. Um, <laughs> it got really close to working. David basically was just like, yeah, pick me. I think I'd be a good leader. And then the heir apparent. Libra's strengths, cooperative, diplomatic, gracious, fair-minded, and social. Oh, wow. That's great. So but you, know, what's ridiculous about astrological science is if you went and looked up the positive traits for each one, no. you'd be like, Oh, yeah, that would be great in this situation if I had someone with those positive traits. No, her weaknesses, indecisive, avoids confrontations, will carry a grudge, self-pity. See, I'm an astrology guy. I actually like this stuff. No, no, but I'm saying, like, if you were like, 
Capricorn. Give me the strengths for Capricorn. <laughs> I bet you it's like all things you'd want in a leader. <laughs> well, let's find out. As an Aries, responsible, it's... disciplined, self-control, good managers. Boom. Yeah. Well, that's a leader. I think I just disproved astrology. No. No, no, like I think I kind of agree with you because as an Aries it's like strong-willed, uh like ambitious. Well, that these are all different thing. things and you got to read the weaknesses too. No, no. Impatient, but... short-tempered, impulsive, aggressive. Owen. But uh, <laughs> is that Aries? <laughs> yeah. But um <laughs> what Terence is Where are saying you, I always forget I'm Capricorn or Sagittarius, one of them. What Terrence is saying is that every positive thing for an a zodiac sign is saying that you're a good leader. Yes. Is that what you're coming down yes. to? Yeah. You could be a Gemini, you could be whatever. Okay. I'm a cancer, so nice. <laughs> what does that say about you? Tenacious, highly imaginative, loyal, emotional, sympathetic, persuasive. Weaknesses, moody. <laughs> No. <laughs> Pessimistic, suspicious, manipulative, and insecure. <laughs> All right. So we have Jackson. Um, I, I'll bet anything that's him. Um, Cancer is a, it's not a good one. It's rough. Yeah. Well, anyway. Terrence's um, <laughs> like, yeah, it's really not very good. Maybe I don't want them to be my leader. <laughs> oh, well, I think that's what Jackson is because. Hey. He, <laughs> just kidding. No. Oh, he got up there and basically. I don't was think like, that's what he is. Regard, I'm just joking. Um, he um, <laughs> he got up there and was like, "Well, you know, like no one wants to do it, but like someone has to." And, uh, it's like actually, three other people want to do think, it. You know, I know that has to be me, but like, I'll do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he didn't ask for it. <laughs> he, but I love how what I was talking about earlier. He's so assertive and aggressive and like self assured that. He's probably in an Aries. He, yeah, he's in, probably an Aries. Like in his the, head, he's already the leader, and now he's dealing with the consequences in his head. Now there are two different types of Aries. It's like That's you could be you could be like the egomaniac, tell yourself you're an alpha male, or you can be all charm like me. Well, we really need to know. <laughs> we really need to know what his sun sign is too. Come on. I don't know what that means. Okay, <laughs> move it along. We're at an hour. Guys. We'll find out if his we'll find out if his uh, chakras are aligned. This is going to be a two parter. No, no, <laughs> stay no, tuned. No. Um, so now, so one one little thing here. I think I liked this twist, but I think this twist would be even better if they did not have the campaign period and it was a true first impression. And they're like, go to the backyard, and you're doing private votes now. Uh, and find out who... I thought the campaigns got... were kind of interesting. I liked the campaigns, too, because then the votes would just be completely scattered. Right. That's cool, though. Je no. Jess, like, Jess's campaign was interesting. She seemed to have all of the women in the house, and then Jackson just converted a lot of votes. Yeah, uh, like, I think Nicole was a weak link in that, that mm -hmm. led to that. Keep, an, keep an eye on her. Well, she... Well, she did what you need to do in these situations, which is you need to find the power and you need to go to that power to get you through these first two weeks. I actually kind of liked her move because it seems like she's just kind of around Jackson and Jackson just kind of talks about how great he is and she just sits there and if he's on her good side, he's going to be in power with people for a at least a here. couple of weeks. Yeah. doesn't hurt to be on the good side of that. Absolutely. Um. So, yeah, I think... The majority of the house saw the tide turning, and like I said, 
it's mm-hmm. if you don't know for a fact if you're not Jackson and you know for a fact that you're going to win, what is the upside of putting yourself up as a candidate? Because realistically, the best move here no is to, to figure out who's going to win and put your vote behind that person. They basically yeah. decided. You know, this happens every season. We're just going to automatically put someone in the position Cody was in two seasons ago where they have to nominate four people. Yeah, it's it's there's such a disadvantage to winning that first competition. And this wasn't even the HOH. That's what I mean. We'll see what happens the first HOH. Okay, real quick. Jackson won. Did we say that yet? Well, I was about to. Okay, <laughs> so Jackson won. I've been thinking a lot about his name situation. Which is more emasculating? After winning camp director, he gets downgraded to Mickey, or the fact that he's a Jackson, Jackson, with a Jack already in the house. Ooh. Ooh. Jack Mimosa's son. And, J- and Jack Mimosa was just allowed to keep Jack. Like he, yeah. yeah. Doesn't seem like there was a big, big argument there, so mm, maybe he's the beta I'm sticking with group. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. We're going to call him Jackson until they call him Mickey all season. I like it. Moving on to Wednesday's episode. Uh, Jackson got told that he had to nominate four people who could potentially be one person would be evicted from the house after a competition. The beginning of the episode, we got to see people campaigning, aside from Kemi, to Jackson to stay in the house. What idiot. Yeah, no, there's always that person that it's like, I'm above groveling to this person. And it's it always like, back. Yeah, exactly. Once again, same idea as finding the person who's going to win and voting for them. Why do you give any sort of ammo against you this early? There's no reason to give any sort of thing that says, I'm different than the rest of the people. Again, and that's what I was saying. She said her strategy is to play like Casey. Casey wouldn't have done that. Of course not. Casey saw the time. Casey would have been like, there. what's good? Yes, exactly. She wasn't <laughs> sitting and sulking. Um, <laughs> Let's go. So Jackson... It, this was kind of obvious, right? He was going to go with the people who presented themselves as candidates, and then Kemi singled herself out. I thought that was an easy play. Super easy. I don't think there's any. We issue all volunteered. I won. Sorry. Yeah, and so you I, already put your problematic neck out in the American political system. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's what's interesting about him and how we were comparing him to Cody? Now, yes, he's very similar to Cody. The difference between him and Cody, and why he may actually be a better player long term. Well, in Cody? Pri- yeah, from a couple seasons ago. Cody just no, won some no. Comps. You're saying Jackson will be a better player, right? Yeah, J- Jackson will be a better player. Than Cody. Oh, okay. I Sorry, I-, I probably mixed up names. Um, Jackson will be a better player than Cody is because when he's in private, he's got like those insane eyes, and he's like, "I'm the man." I'm like, "I'm gonna do yes. this." But then when he's talking to people, he like puts on the game face and understands how he's supposed to be perceived. So he's like, "Oh man, this is like so difficult for me." And like, would you go up as a pawn? And, yeah, like, that's you're a good the point. man. And like. It's just a numbers game, yada yada yada. He's got this real oh, didn't have that. Uh, weird catchphrase, which is "gotta take some souls." A little creepy, a little, little terrifying. Gotta um, take some souls, what, guys. What he, he said it out loud. <laughs> what did he say after he won? He's like, "There can only be confetti for one." Something like that. <laughs> just had to take a few souls. You he know. said that twice. I know that I'm a threat because I'm so good looking I'm and athletic and strong. There can only be confetti. Nicole is just like, "Yes." Um, <laughs> yeah. He's like Lego Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, I lost the train of thought, <laughs> but, um, just gotta take some souls. That's all I've got to say. So yeah, he, he, he did that. He took some souls. And what I thought was interesting in his, the approach, squirrel took him. 
You know, you know yeah. what's interesting though, Terrence, about that? He's real mama's boy, and I was sort of thinking he's the type of guy who's just like a real jerk, but his mom thinks he's great because he's really nice to his mom. So that's kind of like enabled what by you're his saying. Mom's whole life. But that's kind of <laughs> what you're saying. He's good at kind of playing the game when he needs to. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the what I was thought was curious is if you're David, and he comes to you and says, "Will you be my pawn?" Why do you think it's a good idea to say, no, I won't be your pawn? Because, because it's not being a pawn. It's will you maybe go home? Being a pawn is when you go up on the block to win veto or whatever. Correct. But what I'm saying, is, well, yes, that's true. It's not the true definition of a pawn. But like, <laughs> what is the upside of saying no to him when you know that's his decision already? I actually think the only way you could play it is in that moment, you have to decide who you're going to throw under the bus and try and make a case for, no, I really think you should put this person there for okay, that Okay, that's reason. fair. Good point, Owen. That's a fair point. All right, uh, let's keep this moving. Then he ended up putting up Kemi, uh, David, Jessica, and Cliff. So he... The third. <laughs> Cliff. The hog. The hog man. <laughs> Cliff hog. <laughs> um, he, so he... he basically stuck to what his initial plan was he put up the other three uh candidates for camp director and kemi <laughs> because kemi chose not to campaign which you know i always kind of wonder i feel like that's a, a real producer thing where they're like hey uh did kemi not come by and say anything <laughs> to you because i mean it's so early yeah, on how would you even remember but i don't know i digress I love talking about uh, producer interference. So well, that's, we know it exists, really which is point. fine. That and it has to exist for the game to work. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Um, then we got your typical first episode or second episode of Big Brother competition in the dark. Oh yeah, God! Which I always feel kind of bad about because then it's just kind of random. It's a great equalizer, right? It is, but uh, I don't know. A little bit of merit would be nice in a situation like that. Uh, it was totally lame, and our boy David didn't get through it. He did not. He was he, very upset, but he's only gone bad, actually. for now. It's always really sad, the first person who gets evicted on yeah. day one. Like, it's hard to watch. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those things. But I, I don't love how the last few seasons, there's always someone gone within, like, the first episodes before. I think like, that's just a thing now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It always like leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Like give him a week. It makes me feel bad. Especially since this move or this movie. This show <laughs> goes on for like two weeks too the show long. Must go on. It does. So they can keep someone around. You right. need to give like uh the hammer a chance to find his Scotty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Before he goes off into the sunset. Alright, so let's kick it to goodbye message. Hey David, sorry to see you go so soon. And hey, I know you said you're all about fitness, but it looks like you won't be fitting this $500,000 check in your bank account for now. Another thing we got to talk about, guys. An alliance of six was formed in the house between Jackson, Jack's son, Jack... Nick, Christy, Bella, and Holly. 
this is, in my opinion, always the most important thing that happens in every season. It's always the classic first alliance where two guys who talk about how they're going to lift weights together then just pick women in the house that they'd <laughs> be willing to Look at. have in their alliance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's – um, but it's, it is the most important thing because if you're part of this alliance, you get through the first four weeks. Yeah. And you need to do that. And then once everything, you know, sort of like – Everyone pairs off and things start breaking down more. You find where you go from there, but well, you, you wanna, need to be in this alliance. You want to be like a Holly, yes. someone who gets asked to be in it. You don't want to be Jackson or Jack, the big targets. You could be Nick. You Nick's could be in Nick. A good spot. Nick's in a good spot. I agree. Um, so we just had to mention that. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on. What to... do we think their name is going to be? Should we <laughs> ad lib that for a second? Um, <laughs> I have no the... idea. The superior sex. The I don't know. The Jack Sons. <laughs> it's, it's just like Jacks with six X's. <laughs> Jack and Sons, like it's a landscaping company. Nothing. Even though gonna... there are girls <laughs> in the line. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna top Faute. Nothing. <laughs> what was the? What was five of us until the end? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Oh, incredible. All right, let's move on to a new segment the otbb well let's talk about the hoh competition first wow we missed that that is crucial <laughs> so i know we're, we're we've got like the, the the itch we want to make some bets but let's um let's talk about the hoh competition which was a classic endurance comp and the next phase of uh jackson's power He's already safe this week. He can't win HOH, but he now gets to choose pairings to go up on these what logs, logs yeah, um, and endurance count. Underwhelming power for the you, camp director. <laughs> you you know what though? I think if you're him, you're happy about that because it's it's no blood in your hands really, and it is you're still safe, right? It was reminiscent yeah, of last season of Celebrity Big Brother, the first competition. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. As per usual, these competitions, like bigger guys, bigger people struggled with it. And then mm. all the tiny girls ended up sticking on there for a and long Tommy. time. Tommy Brocco. And Tommy Brocco. <laughs> um, not the tallest fella. Not the tallest fella. Um, he ended up, it came down to him and Christy, our, uh, our like in-laws or whatever we want to call them. Well, what do we want to call them? Our in-laws? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> the in-laws. The in-laws. Um, <laughs> It's it's worth mentioning that right before this, they showed them addressing like, "Oh my God, we know each other," and yeah, they said they're going to have each other's back despite any sort of animosity that may be there. Definitely, I hope we learn the story behind. Oh, I'm sure we'll. you left my mom <laughs> <laughs> on the altar. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. I mean, it was you know. I was glad they fast-forwarded it so we didn't have to wait to find out who was HOH. Because yeah. we would have been up in arms if we, we didn't know. We would have been upset. And, you know, what, was, what I found interesting is that Tommy really showed his loyalty right away. Because the second that – was it Holly or Ant – was it Holly who was third? Who went down third? Holly, last? yeah, yeah. The second Holly went down – maybe maybe they fast-forwarded it. But it looked like he was down in a second. and. They showed him afterwards in the bathroom. They're all talking, and he says to Holly, "Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, the second he went down, I just like flew off. I don't know. Like, acting like he didn't <laughs> throw it to Christy. He's a pretty good actor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. It does seem like, hmm, what did he know? Mm, 
right? Like I don't think anyone's eyebrows no, will be yeah. raised, but maybe they should. But be. the fact that that was a conversation is interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, very interesting. So we have our first HOH of the season, Christy. Congrats! Mixed, Put it on the board. A We're mixed at, bag of an honor, right? Usually this has a bad connotation with it. I don't know. She put numbers on the board. Yeah. Do you think that... The resume begins. Do you think that Jackson winning that first competition will work against him in the way that the first HOH normally does? Yes. More so than this will affect Christy? Perhaps. I actually have a new take. Love it. I don't think the first HOH is as taboo as it used to be. I think... I think it is if you're the, like, ripped guy. Okay, yes, in that case. But if you win the first HOH and then you do the kind of spineless thing where it's like, oh, we don't really know each other, so I'm just putting up two weak people, everyone's going to forget about it. You have the resume point. Well, that's the way to do it. You yeah. make, you make good points because um, I forget one of these bios, one of the contestants was talking about strategy, and they said, I want to win the first I think that was HOH. Nick, actually. It might have been Nick. Because yeah. He basically made the point that, if you look at the track record, the people who won the first one went a long way. So Tyler, Tyler. did last season. And it really comes down to, are you someone who goes in there and gets power hungry and is insane and then sets the tone for the rest of the season? Or do you leverage that into good relationships and like setting the tone for the rest of your game? I think I talked about this last season. It is just an automatic ticket to friends in the house, which you need. That's a good point. Nick really good point. also put it together, which I'm not sure if he was – saying this would happen with him. He didn't go as far to say that. But um, almost every one of those first HOHs won America's favorite. Interesting. Yeah. Sabermetrics. I don't know if uh, if Jackson will win it if it wasn't HOH, but we'll see. All right. Yeah, but Christy. Christy has Christy a chance. Could. I like Christy. After a successful, soft opening of the OTBB, <laughs> let's debut the OTBB. All right. <laughs> We are going to discuss the maybe Vegas odds. I, so I, I don't. <laughs> These think are I, odds. I don't from think somewhere. I found any like official Vegas odds. I'm assuming there was only one. They don't want to put them out right away. It was from this like weird website called like uh, GoldDerby.com. So mm. all you gamblers out there, you tell me if that's legit or not. Doesn't sound legit. I don't think it is. But we Let's found take odds it. nonetheless. We want, we want five dimes or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, but, but we have odds. We have something to work with here. Um, and we're just going to talk about them, and we're all going to make a pick and see where it goes. So The only thing that sucks is there are four people, five, five no, no odds. odds. It's probably because when these came out, there was the the original twist with the camp counselor. Mm. And I, also, I, I don't know why a couple of them didn't get odds, but those were who? Cliff, Catherine, Jessica, Kemi, and Holly. So interesting, um, but so we don't have odds on them. But I'm so, like, what if we want to pick some of, one them. of them? Well, I mean, we don't have to make a game out of it. I think we should choose. Well, I want for, let, let's choose it. two things. If you're a betting man, what is the best bet? And then give me your pick for who you think is going to win, regardless of bets. Okay, so let's start with the odds. The longest odds so far are David, <laughs> which okay, it's actually Cliff. Like, that's actually well, the out. longest out. Owen. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, Cliff, l- Forgot we'll, about we'll that. All right, so we'll yeah. put Cliff at 26 to 1. Yes, absolutely. All right. Jackson is at 25 to 1. I think that has to go with the yeah, things no. we've been talking about. Right? I don't, what, I don't being think... being like a target? Huge yeah. target right away. Okay. Strong. 
handsome. But also someone who jawline. <laughs> Not as that, intense that as jaw. Oh, oh Jackson. See, I keep thinking I'm confusing them. I thought it was Jack Mimosa. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, no, we, we should call What are Mickey's so odds for this? What? What are Mickey's odds for this? <laughs> That's it, exactly. Jack and Mickey. Sam, 16 to 1. Annalise, 13 to 1. I think we also have Nicole in there at, what, 20 to 1? Nicole is in there at 20 to 1. Yep. Isabella at 11 to 1. Christy at 10 to 1. Ovi at 19 to 2. Which those are so nine, nine and a half to one. <laughs> Jack at fifteen to two. So seven and a half. Tammy at seven to one. Tommy. Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy Bracco. Tammy Bracco. I love that. <laughs> and Nick at thirteen to two. So So Tommy's got the best odds? No, no. Uh, Nick does. That's six and a half. Oh yeah. So <laughs> big math guy. So uh can I go first? Yeah, go for it. Um, take the floor. Favorite. Uh, yes, but he was my favorite before I saw the odds. So <laughs> I'm picking him for both. Um, okay. I think Nick is... I'm curious to see how good he is at comps. I think he's going to be at least competent. And that's important. Um, he has already positioned himself with the alliance that's going to be do- dominant in the beginning. And... He is third, maybe fourth or fifth in that pecking order, mm-hmm. um, which is the place to be, as we saw with Casey last uh, last year. And I don't know. I think his temperament's good. And if maybe if he fixes his haircut, like he could really go a long way. <laughs> Someone cuts his hair. Yeah, uh, Tommy. Maybe Tommy knows how. Yeah. Yeah. Owen, who do you have? Okay. Now Terrence is right in that. I'm going to be a Holly guy for a while in the sense that, like, I think she could do big things. Holly would be my second, by the but, way. Holly's a good but I've been burned by that too many times, so I'm not going to pick Holly. I'm actually going to pick Christy. I think we're going to get a woman winner this year. Ooh, and big shot. I Love think it. Christy has already shown she can win a competition. I don't think this competition will hurt her at all. And as long as people don't catch on to her too early, I think she'll be there by the end. Love it. So would you say she's the best bet at uh, 10 to 1? I guess, I guess our winners are going to align with what the best bet is, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm actually pretty torn, but I'm going to go with Jack. I kind of get Tyler vibes from him. Like, I I think that he is someone that um, will maybe be a target just in the sense that he might compete well in competitions at first. We don't really know. Haven't really seen anything. He wasn't good at endurance. Um, but he just seems likable and like someone who could go far. I love Jack so far, but I I hope that you're right and he's more. I could see me being wrong. I worry, and this is just such a an easy bad comparison, but there might be some truth in it. I worry that he's Austin. (laughs) Yes, Austin. Honestly, the other person I was considering picking was Tommy. Tommy's kind of an interesting. I agree with that as well. No, now, what do we, how do we think Tammy will do? <laughs> Tammy, I'm not so sure. <laughs> Tammy's coming into the house uh, later. I'd say with uh, Tammy's Jack- actually his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy goes back to confront Christy. <laughs> um, I think the thing to watch out for with Jack might be a showmance. Yeah, that'll ooh. kill him. He's gonna fall into a showmance and it's gonna be all over. Who's that gonna be with? He wants to get in a showmance with Holly so he can sink your ship too, and then Terrence will win. <laughs> no, no, my ship is Christy. Oh. 
<laughs> she's just going to be using I you sexuality mentioned Holly. to appeal to Oh, yeah, to you said you're not going to get fooled by Holly. Yeah. Okay. As uh, Scotty would say, the femme fatale. <laughs> <laughs> cool. No, he said, didn't he say it like weird? Yeah, he was the like, femme, femme fatale. No, he said femme Everywhere. fatale or something like that. God, I hate him. Oh, by the way. Um, he definitely said femme. <laughs> Sway Lee asked Scotty to be a groomsman in their wedding. No way. <laughs> Apparently, and I don't know what happened. I don't think they're tight with Fessy and Haley anymore. That's not surprising. I think there was a falling out. Fessy seems like he could be hard to go along with. I could see that. I'm frankly, I'm so I'm shocked that him and Haley are still together. Yeah, I know. Shocking. I That's have shocking. I have multiple comparisons of like people in my life of who Fessy represents, and none of them are kind. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. all right, we'll save that for the uh, after show if you get a podcast video premium. That was picks off of odds. Do any of you have different picks? No, because I I feel like the, if you think it's a good pick, it's yeah. The, the odds are also similar, right? And we're basing this off of almost nothing. I mean, maybe I think I would maybe pick Tommy. If it wasn't shot. odds, because Tommy isn't really good odds, but Tom. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like but, if, you're, if you're taking like a long shot, I don't know, maybe. Well, technically, Holly's a long shot. Who's our she sleeper? has no odds. Yeah, Holly. Yeah, yeah, Holly. Holly will be the best bet. We'll see. What Nicole happens. is another person to keep your mm, eye on. I think I like Nicole, but she'll probably just be now, a floater. She's a very defined ceiling. Rachel Riley. Threw shade at her, saying all Nicoles are the same. Maybe throwing shade at Nicole, who won it. Yeah, and then it that goof- Nicole, it's a goofy voice, so that's what it was. That Nicole responded what? and was like, "She's gonna win now." There you so, go. Love if it. you believe in the Nicole name, I wasn't a big fan of the Nicole win. Thought it was a weak win. We're not, I agree. We're not gonna relitigate that again. That was a good <laughs> win. It was not a good win. No, no, like, should Paul have won? Yes, but, like, people hold that against Nicole, and it was just the fact that the jurors sucked that she well, won. Well, yeah, but the only reason I say that is because Nicole didn't really do anything. She just floated yeah, she to did. being next to Paul. Man, remember when I said Jack might be in a showmance? That's a great segue for... Love and showmance! Wow. <laughs> it's almost like you do this for a living. I love it. <laughs> Owen wanted us to get off the uh, Nicole litigation. We don't have much to go off here, but a big thing with Big Brother is on the first episode, we always got to have the cut to the diary room. Man, I saw Nicole sitting over there. She could be my showman's any day of the week. And then they cut to, you know, one of the women in the house. I don't know, so-and-so, I couldn't talk when he <laughs> walked in the room. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing every year, and we love it. Yeah, they give you a bunch of threads, like, with, like, oh, yeah, oh, she's hot, he's he's hot, whatever. But, like, so few of them actually pan out, and it didn't become apparent at all what's going to pan out, but... I feel like I'm really good. I could be a BB matchmaker, because the second we get the bios and the people come in the house, I I can just pick... He's going to like her. Well, give it to us. She's going to... Well, I mean, it's too late now because we already know. But what I mean is... We don't is, know. We know We nothing. don't know anything. That's what you we're going to tell us. No, I mean, the... We don't watch the feeds. The, <laughs> <laughs> the people that they all said they like were people that when they were introducing them, I was thinking, it's going to like... Well, I was thinking Jackson would like Catherine. Okay. And then I was thinking Jason Momo... <laughs> I can't get his name down. Jack. Jack Mimosa. 
Jack Mimosa, I was thinking Annalise, which I was wrong, because it seems like he likes Holly. He likes Holly, but Annalise likes him, and I think that is the trump card. If Annalise (laughs) makes the move, it's going to be Annalise. (laughs) You're probably right. It's like that weird love triangle that Fessy found himself in last year. Although, actually, no, he he didn't fall into the Caitlyn uh, trap. He actually ended up in, wasn't it uh, a parallelogram? Oh, yeah. Because JC uh, was in there, JC? too. JC? Oh, God. <laughs> the, remember the JC Fessy sitcom? That was Update. great. Update. JC, still a scumbag. Really? Yeah. I you forget. can uh, you can pay like $15 to have him shout you out for your birthday. Brett, 20 bucks. I want him to get him to intru- introduce the pod. I don't know. I'd rather pay for Chipotle than Brett. No, no. I would pay for Brett. <laughs> Chipotle's really good, though. If you don't listen to podcasts and video, then you're a real idiot. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That would be... We'll check the production budget. We'll we'll see if we can make that happen. <laughs> can we get twenty bucks between the three of us? Uh, yeah. So I don't know. We just we came up with a few hypotheticals here. Yeah. First one we've got is probably the easiest one: Jack and Jackson, love and bromance. I really hope that this is one where like one of the members of the bromance typically realizes halfway through like yeah like the other guy's kind of crazy this guy's actually not a bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hope that this is one of those cases <laughs> i do too totally agree um who do we have next we have jack jack mimosa to be clear and every woman in the house I mean, yeah. <laughs> All, I'm, every woman I'm said they were in Jack love with Jack. I don't know. I think he's handsome. And Terrence. Yeah. So, um, I I think, Owen, you nailed it with the Annalise and um, Holly. It's just like first come, first serve. Yeah, exactly. Whoever makes the move first out of them is, is going to win. Sleeper, Nicole and Jackson. There's some chemistry there. Well, she likes him, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if she likes him, but... She's at least smart enough to talk to him when he's in She's power. around him a lot. Yes. Um, Attracted to his power. Interesting. It would be very interesting. And his jawline. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in terms of the women, we haven't seen any like really obvious signs. Aside from Annalise. Nicole Is made like it clear. Jack? Jack. Nicole made it clear that she was uh, not not ready to mingle and uh in her intro thing mm-hmm. so that means she's ready to mingle exactly double negatives right? yes gotcha. okay. um and you know <laughs> psychology you, you, you just oh, bank on <laughs> i guess you just bank on her having like the cute thing going on it, it works for people in the past yeah i think it, it could work here personality sells personality yeah. plays let's it face it sell. all right let's move on to our power ranking segment which i feel like has a name it does Whose house is it anyway? Oh, nice. Whose house is it anyway? <laughs> Where there's no rules. And- yeah, it's like top three, but four is like kind of a wild card. This is where we rank. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, that was Ce- Celebrity Big Brother. We Celebrity did, we had to change we did it. the A list where we did three through one, then four. And then D list. But four was bad. Yeah. <laughs> but this is just four through one. Okay, four yes. through one. All right, we're starting with four. Terrence, who is the fourth highest ranked Big Brother house guest in your eyes. Holly. Um, I think she seems to be a decent athlete. She's aligned right, correct, like she's aligned correctly right now, and I can't talk. And um, I don't know. I just like her positioning, and she seems to have a level head. This is purely just guessing. Um, I, I, I think 
I tend to really value being in a good position as opposed to like tangible things that you've done, especially this early. Agreed. Owen. My number four is Jackson because he has shown he already has had power. I think that power is going to come back to bite him. That's why he's not higher up. Mm-hmm. So I have Mickey for the same reason. Mickey. <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> um, again, he did successfully campaign for the first basically accolade in the house, which is nothing to sneeze at. Um, he, he seems to think that he'll be a really strong competitor, which is maybe means something. Yeah. Um, Yet to be seen. But again, it's almost like winning the first HOH. In my eyes, the first HOH is still somewhat taboo. So uh, I can't really rank him much higher than four. He seems a little bit too volatile. I, I can't see him going very far, but who knows? Definitely in power. Yes. In this case, though. So. I agree. Um, number three, um, I have Tommy. Um, he showed himself to have a little bit of competition in him. Um, and I think he is in a very unique position, which is a good place to be. He is not directly in that first alliance, but he is adjacent. He's like alliance adjacent. Um, hopefully, it's a little bit better than like someone like JC did last year, and then he manages to find his own alliance members outside of that. He doesn't just try and get everyone all fat. Yeah, we'll get them all fat. <laughs> um, but um, we just drop that in our everyday lives. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so I think he's in a unique position. I think everyone likes him. Uh, I think that's a good place to be, and you know, it perfect for third. That's a good pick. I like that. <clears throat> Number three is Christy for me, which is my classic. Hoh that I don't know what they're gonna do position. We fell into that last season. Yeah, and season I'm gonna one, I'm gonna actually. keep it going. <laughs> Anything else to say? Uh, she's my winner, but she's number three for the power rankings. Okay, uh, whose house is it anyway? Uh, for number three, I have Holly. Um, okay, y- you know, for me, with the first power ranking of the season, three and four are really kind of wild cards where you're just going off of impressions. Five, six, seven could have just, easily, exactly. just as easily been there. Uh, that's why I really like the Tommy pick because I didn't even really think of that. But, um, you know, again, like you said, she seems pretty level-headed. She competed really well in the first HOH competition, and she's in the first alliance. Not much more to say. Boom. I think she's in a good spot right now. Um, number two, I have Jackson. Um, this goes against what I think you'd expect me to pick, um, but he, even though we are seeing him for what we think he is, I don't think that opinion has spread through the house yet. I don't think he's a villain right in the house. I think that's a good point. Um, and he, what he did resulted in very little blood, especially blood that we think can be used against him quickly. David theoretically could have been someone who won the HOH gone for now. Right. So, I think in terms of like winning the first honor and being safe for that first week, it kind of went as well as it could have. I feel like he was fighting his worst instincts, and he frankly did a good job of it. And, I mean, he's definitely not our type of guy. For sure So far, he just seems super intense. He hasn't really done anything that seems super evil. Yeah, I agree. Now, where I like to bend the rules in this, my number two is based solely on power. Power. And the most powerful is Jack. Men want to be him. Women want him. 
He, he got bench. to keep his name. How much can he bench? <laughs> he, uh, he can, um, in his bio, it said he can snatch 275, which I don't know what that means. That's it's some CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he <laughs> he has the, the like, alpha energy going. I'm going to give him credit for this, even though it'll make him a target later on. I like it. Okay. For number two, I have Christy. I almost fell into the putting the HOH at three. But I don't think that fits in this case. She's the first HOH. Uh, like I said, I still think first HOH is kind of taboo because it does paint a pretty easy target on your back. But it could be a little bit easier in her case because she just seems to be a very likable person who's probably not going to ruffle a lot of feathers uh, in this position of power. She's in the first alliance, and she's the one in charge of what this alliance does in this case. Um, so I think that's a really powerful position to be in. The only reason I put her at two instead of one is because of the sort of uh, the notoriety that comes Taboo, with yeah. being the first HOH. So that's a good pick. And my number one is Christy. Um, and I acknowledge everything you said about the taboo of it. Um, I just think her temperament is well suited for this in that it might she might not get the full brunt of it like a lot of people do. Um I basically would reiterate a lot of what you said about why I think she's going to be a good competitor and like level-headed and you know knowing us she'll go and be like I want to put up Jackson and Jack and like blow up her game immediately <laughs> but um for now Pull Caitlin yeah for now I think uh I like literally love you <laughs> she's in a really good spot because not only does she she's HOH she's in the first alliance she has another <laughs> another lifeline in Tommy um and I just I think people will like her in general. So, you know, good place to be. My number one is Holly. And you guys have kind of already, you guys have kind (laughs) of already made the case for her. But early on, I'm always looking for the backup quarterback. Who is the person that I think when the top dogs go down, they can win some games. And I I think that's Holly. Owens, Owens criteria make no sense. Are you looking to me. for Billy Volk? He's looking for power and backup quarterbacks, but backup quarterbacks are ranked above power. I think, <laughs> I think Ryan Fitzpatrick Owens, would be great at Big Brother. Owens' draft board is just makes no sense. It's the Charlie meme. <laughs> oh my God. So. Uh, Charlie Whitehurst would be like the best Big Brother player of all time. No, because did Charlie Whitehurst? <laughs> no, no. Did Charlie Whitehurst ever win a game? The best would be Kyle Orton. No, you know, you know, know who, but like the possibility of him winning was enough for me. Whitehurst was like Whitehurst. I hate to say this, he was Brett. Brett never won any big games when the top dogs went down. But great hair, Kyle Orton. Great hair, exactly. That's that's the connection there. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Kyle Orton is another candidate. Would be great at Big Brother. Fits magic. Yeah, <laughs> love it. My number one. Mine's a little bit easier to follow. <laughs> I I picked Jack. I'm 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 drafting Josh Allen here. I'm going strictly off of uh, the measurables. Risky, <laughs> risky. Um, he was he was my number five. Well, this is just a weekly power ranking. True. Be clear, we didn't make this clear. Power rankings are a weekly metric of where we think things stand in the house. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just he just seems to be liked by everyone. He's in the main alliance. He formed it. So he's presumably going to have significant control over the alliance. And I think he's going to survive and Jackson won't. I love it. Mickey. How lucky are you if you're Bella? 
and you just like fell into that alliance. I know. Bella basically just right place, was right in time. a room twice. <laughs> well, she was in a room once, and then they're like, okay, well, we might as well follow through on yeah. that, right? Which, I mean, smart on their part. Absolutely. Um, so that was Whose House Is It Anyway? And with that, we wrap up episode one of season three of Podcast of Vito. Any thoughts on the season, guys? Stay tuned for this season on Podcast of Vito. <laughs> Scenes from Podcast of Vito. It's just like a clip of me slapping on it. <laughs> and then it's just like us being like, Tommy Brock! <laughs> me hopping the gate in the back. <laughs> um, looking forward to a good season. I mean, we said this last year. We've said this every year we've ever watched it. I have no feel for these guys. And Actually, it always I feels thought, so weird. I thought last year we thought it was really good right off the bat. Yeah, I have no feel Did for we? anyone. And the pressure's on right now because we need to adopt, basically me, new impressions of house guests. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, we, we said this like a hundred times before we recorded. They gave us nothing. In this they episode gave us nothing to work alone, with. we've done impressions of the twins from three seasons ago. <laughs> uh we didn't do Tyler, shockingly. Brett. Uh, JC. JC. <laughs> Scotty. Yeah, man. The twins again. It'll come naturally. Give us Nicole. a week or two. Give us a week or two. We'll and I don't do a good New York accent normally, but we might need to work on that because we have a lot of New York accents here. I can do it a little bit. I'm not an impression guy. I'll just focus on Stay like, goodbye line, messages. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. We will see you on... Monday morning following Sunday's episode of season 21 of Big Brother. I'm Brendan. And I'm uh, Owen. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to forget. (laughs) I'm Terrence. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Good night, houseguests.